I thought people would make fun of me, which in some cases they did. My disability made me afraid, made me feel stupid, made me feel worthless sometimes. Hello guys, I'm Laura Sechawa. And I'm Laura Quesado. And welcome to Dysgraphia, how is it within? So today we will be talking about uh, learning disorders. Uh, well, first of all, let's define learning disorders. Learning disorders um, make the learning process harder since they hinder people from acquiring the, skill, the skills they should. But today we will focus specifically on dysgraphia. And well, uh, the idea or our purpose is to try to provide some basic information about this uh, disorder. So let's start. Uh, no, well, before to start, I should clarify that any learning disorder has anything to do with the intelligence of the person. If someone has any disorder, it doesn't mean that this person is not smart and doesn't imply either that the person is lazy or not motivated to learn. That's right. Uh, well, in fact, people with learning disorder are uh, intellectually gifted. They possess a rich vocabulary and have a strong comprehension of language when speaking or reading. According to the International Dyslexia Association, dysgraphia comes from the Greek word dys, which means impaired, graph, which means written by hand, and ia, which means having a condition. So, uh, dysgraphia refers to having a condition or an impairment in writing. Yeah, and dysgraphia wasn't studied as a separate disorder until the mid-20th century, when researchers identified different disorders from dyslexia. Also, this term is not recognized independently in the American Psychological Association, but under the category of specific learning disorders as an impairment of written expression. Mm -hmm. Well, and it is estimated that 5 to 20% of the children have uh, this disorder, have dysgraphia. And well, there is not a specific cause found yet. We know it is a neurological disorder that affects the skills required for writing. Uh, it can be sometimes heritable since it runs in families, but this is just a contributor factor, not an, a direct cause. And according to Roland 2018, uh, being born prematurely might be another cause. And well, it is worth mentioning that as we have seen so far, it is a condition from birth. And so it needs to be distinguished from agraphia because sometimes there is a confusion with these two terms. But agraphia is the, the loss of reading and language processed process skills due to, a, due to a trauma in the brain. According to Literacy and Clinical Services 2020, Dysgraphia basically consists of trouble in converting phonemes into graphemes. It means that the brain doesn't communicate and coordinate with the hand to produce writing language, and one of the causes of this is because one of the parts affected by dysgraphia is the orthographic coding in working memory. Roland 2018 defined this function as what allows you to remember the form of letters and the movement required make them. Yeah, well also uh, it is one of the most underdiagnosed of the specific learning difficulties according to Meredith Cicercia 
uh, who is a teacher specialized uh, in mm -hmm. um, learning difficulties. Uh, and this is because it, it doesn't affect a specific ages, gender or inte intelligence. So it can be diagnosed either at childhood, adolescence or even adulthood. And of course, the symptoms will be different according to the age. So now let's talk about the symptoms of dysgraphia. In children, the main symptom is trouble with the mechanics of writing. Yeah, well, uh, which is like uh, writing slowly, illegibly, omitting or writing the wrong word, not spacing properly or staying into the margins, having awkward pencil grip or body position, changing between cursive and print letters, and speaking the words out loud while writing. And well, teenagers and adults usually may have trouble uh, writing simple sentences and show difficulties with grammar, syntax, comprehension and order. And uh, as well as putting thoughts into paper. The National Center for Learning Disabilities says that people with dysgraphia find it difficult to do two tasks at the same time, like listening and writing because all of their attention and effort are put in writing. And that is why some patients also describe writing as painful for all the trouble that causes them. Yeah, that's right. A um, 35 years old man who has dysgraphia says, I don't always handwrite, but when I do, it causes a bit of a straining sensation in the middle of the back of my hand and around my wrist. As such, I can't handwrite for too long without taking breaks. Well, nevertheless, and something that is important to clarify, writing is not the only skill affected by dysgraphia. Some other functions that need the coordination in the hands might be difficult as well. Uh, for example, a woman with dysgraphia and attention deficit hyper hyperactivity disorder or ADHD, whose name will not be said, of course, Uh, shares her testimony and affirms that she prefers to, to wear flip-flops flip or sleep with her shoes on because it is very hard for her to tie, to tie her shoes. Yeah, and the man who I mentioned before explained that he is bad at the sport because of eye-hand coordination. However, his fine motor skills seems to be working fine. He says, I can paint with an airbrush and I don't think my normal paintbrush skills are any worse than a normal person's. Well, but now you might be wondering how is dysgraphia uh, diagnosed and Fry 2021 argues that to diagnose someone with dysgraphia they will need to show all the symptoms we just mentioned and of course the diagnosis must be done by by someone with expertise on the field, like an occupational therapist, uh, special, special education teachers, and educational psychologists, and well, they must, they will most likely suggest the person to take occupation therapy to handle this difficulty. Yeah, uh, to take into account, depending on the symptoms, we can identify some types of dysgraphia. As Fry points, points out, There are three main types of dysgraphia. 
Yeah, well, the first of them would be visual spatial dysgraphia, which is like um, a difficulty discriminating letters, so they cannot distinguish between two letters and uh, spacing properly, like giving the like the correct uh, or the enough space between letters or words. The second one is motor dysgraphia. It is the ability to make movements in our hand and wrist and it requires con coordination between the brain and the muscles yeah which is like the the, the main affected part like we, what we said before the coordination when someone has dysgraphia there is not coordination between these two parts of the of yeah. the body and the last one would be linguistic uh, dysgraphia which refers to the to the problem or the difficulty in the with the language processing skills. National Center for Learning Disabilities explained that just having bad handwriting doesn't mean a person has dysgraphia, nor can it be confused with other learning disorders. Often people have more than one disorder in the symptom previously described may belong to another disorder as dyslexia or dyspraxia. For those also cause trouble with spelling. Yeah, well, worth mentioning here also is uh, that dyspraxia is um, like a difficulty with the coordination of the like of the all the parts of the body. And well, uh, to connect to what or complement to what Laura was saying, um, according to Chang and Patel, 2015. 30 to 47 percent of, of the children who have writing problems also have reading problems. Yeah, and the ADHD or Attention Deficit Hyperactive Disorder is one of the disorders that can also co-occur with dysgraphia. In fact, half of the children in the United States who have ADHD this also have some other learning disorders according with the National Center for Learning Disabilities. Yeah, well, um, all, another, of, all, all, another of the confusion, another confusion uh, of the term dysgraphia is uh, with the term disorder of written expression. Uh, but like dysgraphia is the broader of the two terms and it most specifically refers to handwriting issues while the disorder of written expressions refer to the conceptual aspects of writing, which is like the troubles expressing, expressing, expressing ideas in a written way. Other comorbidities that commonly co-occur with dysgraphia are Developmental Coordination Disorder or DCD. Uh, a specific learning disorder with impairment in mathematics or as it is most, most commonly known, dyscalculia. Uh, autism spectrum disorder, cerebral palsy, joint hypermobility syndrome, um, communication disorders, intellectual disabilities, learning difficulties due to neurological or sensory disorders, for example, pediatric stroke, hearing impairment, or vision impairment. Uh, neurocognitive disorders or neurodegenerative disorders and psychotic disorders as psychophrenia or psychosis. As we know, writing is a complex process that requires high-order cognition. Some modifications in the teaching learning process are needed in order to meet their capacities. For example, 
Writing helps the brain remember, organize, and process information. Due to the difficulty, children may fail an exam because they are not able to express their knowledge on a paper. According to Chung and Patel, 2015. Yeah, well, for, furthermore, children with learning disorders, as a direct consequence, can suffer from problems like isolation, low self, low self-esteem, depression, anxiety, and poorer social functioning, besides having an increased prevalence of mental health disorders. And here I quote, I thought people would make fun of me, which in some cases they did. My disability made me feel afraid, made me feel stupid, made me feel worthless sometimes. Uh, this is like um, a testimony from, well, I think we have previously, previously cited this this person who who shared this experience crying. She was actually crying because of these uh, memories of this difficulty in, the, in, she, in her childhood. Oh yeah, and she said that she was afraid. Others would discover, so she tried to keep it secret, but because she wanted to be treated as every other child. Yeah, uh, well, but like the good news about all of this is that with the adequate assistance and accommodations in the classroom, uh, children can overcome these difficulties and in that way decrease the stress that writing causes them. So some of these accommodations can include Special pencils, paper and writing instruments Allow the child to use cursive script so he or she can write fluently without stopping to do a new letter or use a keyboard since it is of course much easier to type a button than, than do handwriting. Mm, pinching to practice grip. Use some materials as clay or foam to so the children or the child the child sorry can feel and practice the movement to do the letter or try techniques as connect the dots way of making words, you know? Another one is have the children do storytelling, like telling how was the day, record it, uh, and then write it down. Yeah. Um, For coordination, since they struggle sometimes with coordination, uh, the physical exercises are very helpful, you know? Like those exercises as jumping jacks or mountain climber or touching the the opposite toe. uh, All of those help you with which help to build strength and stability. And the other one we have to take into account is the extra time for tasks. Yeah, you cannot expect the child or someone with this disorder or this condition to do the task or the assignments in the same time as other people, you know? Yeah. And will um, allow other methods of demonstrating understanding and rate based on what the students know and not in their handwriting. So. These people also uh, often have uh, very good skills uh, at speaking, so like allow the student to do oral presentations or, or things like that, so he can uh, perform in a better way. Or you can give the students lesson outlines or classroom notes copies and papers already filled with name, date or other information. Yeah. 
um, make graphic organizers, organizers to express ideas. You know that um, for them it's difficult to put thoughts into paper. So maybe graphic organizers can help them organize their, their ideas. Break writing assignments into steps and give examples of a finished one. In that part, the person first can identify the type of writing, then list the tasks and set some steps, highlight what the child thinks uh, it is important, so he or she can also develop these skills of comprehension and analysis. The person then can create an outline and then do the draft little by little. And finally uh, is the review. This is the most important step of the strategy. Yeah, well, um, uh, finally, the last of the strategies or the ideas we have here today uh, is to take advantage of technology. Now that we have like a lot of devices and all this stuff, a new system like uh, systems like speech to test and spell checkers. For example, this woman we were talking about before she she says that she prefers to take to take pictures instead of notes since it is easier and then she um, do the notes with uh, more time but the most important way of assisting someone with dysgraphia or any other learning difficulty is to let him or her know that it's manageable that they can overcome it and that you are there to help yeah so that will be like our conclusion for today and then also the reflection of all we have learned about this condition uh, well that was basically what we wanted to do to create awareness about this disorder so it can be addressed as such as a disorder that although it has no cure it has treatment and in this way in this way avoid any judgment and instead together help these people with this or any other difficulty to make life easier since this is a lifelong condition. For example, uh, the woman of this uh, testimony we were telling before says she's still affected because when she has to write anything someone else might read, she's afraid that they will not understand. Yeah, so let's everyone be kind and provide the assistance somebody may need because we all struggle with something in life but we all can learn so yeah that is our invitation so well uh, we hope that you have you liked this uh, this topic I hope you well yeah you learned something about this and uh, thank you thank you for 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 listening and well bye bye I thought people would make fun of me, which in some cases they did. My disability made me afraid, made me feel stupid, made me feel worthless sometimes. Hi guys, uh, welcome to Dysgraphia, how is it written? I'm Laura Sechagua. And I'm Laura Caicedo. And uh, well, today we will be talking about learning disorders, but specifically we will talk about Dysgraphia. So we will just um, provide some basic information based on what we have learned and uh, well, let's start. But before to start, I should clarify 
that learning disorders have nothing to do with the intelligence of the person. If someone has any disorder, it doesn't mean that this person is not smart. Um, doesn't it imply either that the person is lazy or not motivated to learn? Yeah, Laura, that's right. In fact, people with learning disorders can be intellectually gifted. They possess a rich vocabulary and have a strong comprehension of language when speaking or reading. According to the International Dyslexia Association, dysgraphia comes from the Greek words dis, which means impaired, graph, which means written by hand, and ia, which means having a condition. So, uh, in this uh, way, dysgraphia refers to having a condition or an impairment in writing. And dysgraphia wasn't studied as a separate disorder until the mid-20th century when researchers identified different disorders from dyslexia. Also, this term is not recognized independently in the American Psychological Association, but under the category of a specific learning disorder as an impairment of written expression. Yes, well, it is estimated that 5 to 20 percent of the children have dysgraphia. This is according to Fry 2021. There is not any specific cause found yet, uh, we just know that it is a neurological disease that affects the skills required for writing. It sometimes can be heritable, so it's in in families. Uh, however, uh, the literacy and clinical services strongly states that this is just a contributor fact, but not a direct cause. Roland, 2019, also says that being born prematurely might be another cause. So, as we have seen so far, it is worth mentioning as well that this is a condition from birth, so it needs to be distinguished from agraphia, because people usually think that agraphia is the same as dysgraphia, and, uh, well, Meredith Kia says that, um, well, she's a, a teacher specialized in learning disabilities, and she says that agraphia is the loss of the writing and language process skills due to a trauma in the brain. And according to Literacy and Clinical Services 2020, dysgraphia basically consists of trouble in converting phonemes into graphemes. Well, but uh, let's define what phonemes and graphemes are. So. Phonemes are the smallest unit of sound that serve to distinguish one word from another, while graphemes are written symbols that represent a sound. Yeah, that's right, Lau. And the person has trouble coordinating the brain with the hand to produce writing language. And one of the causes of this is because one of the parts affected by dysgraphia is the orthographic coding in working memory, according to Frey 2021. Yeah, this, uh, the, the working memory is, according to Roland 2018, what allows you to remember the form of letters and the movements required, required to make them. Uh, well, dysgraphia uh, is one of the most underdiagnosed of the, specific, of, the, of the specific learning difficulties, since it does not affect specific ages, gender or intelligence, as we were saying uh, at the beginning. And this is why it can be diagnosed either at childhood, adolescence, or even adulthood. And well, of course, the symptoms will vary uh, according to the to the age. So now let's talk about the symptoms. 
Ah, in children, the main manifestation is trouble with the mechanism of writing. Yeah, that is like writing slowly, illegibly, omitting or writing the wrong word, not spacing properly or staying into margins, having awkward pencil grip or body position, changing between cursive and print letters, and speaking the words out loud while writing. And well, the manifestations in teenagers and adults might writing simple sentences. Uh, they show difficulties with grammar, syntax, comprehension, and order. And also putting thoughts into paper. The National Center for Learning Disabilities argues that people with dysgraphia find it difficult to perform two tasks at the same time, like reading, like listening and writing, because all of their attention and effort are put in writing, and that is why some patients uh, describe writing as, a, as painful for all the trouble that causes them. As the experience of a 35 years old man who has dysgraphia, who says, I don't always handwrite, but when I do, it causes a bit of a straining sensation in the middle of the back of my hand and around my wrist. As such, I can handwrite for too long without taking breaks. Nevertheless, writing is not the only skill affected by dysgraphia. Some other functions that need the coordination in the hands might be, might be difficult. For example, a woman who has dysgraphia and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, or more as it is most commonly known, ADHD, whose name of course will not be said, shares her testimony and affirms that she prefers to wear flip-flops or sleep with her shoes on because for her it's very hard to tie them. Or the man who I mentioned before, he expressed that he is bad at the sports because of high hand coordination, but his fine motor skills seem to be working fine. He says, I can't paint with a airbrush and I don't think my normal paintbrush skills are any worse than a normal person. Well, but how do you know or how do you diagnose dysgraphia? Uh, well, Fry 2021 answers this question and he says that to be able to diagnose someone with dysgraphia, they need to show all the manifestations mentioned above and the diagnosis, of course, must be done by, by an occupational therapist or a special educator, education teachers or, well, any education psychologist. And, well, they must will most likely suggest the person to take occupational therapy to handle this difficulty. We can identify the types of dysgraphia depending on the symptoms. As Fry 2021 points out, there are three main types of dysgraphia. Yeah, the first one is visual spatial dysgraphia, which, which is the difficulty discriminating, discriminating letters and spacing properly. The second one is motor dysgraphia. It refers to the ability to make movements in our hand and wrist which requires coordination between the brain and the muscles. Yeah, and the last one is linguistic dysgraphia, which is the um, difficulty with language processing skills. The National Center for Learning Disabilities explained that just having bad handwriting doesn't mean a person has dysgraphia, nor can it be confused with other learning disorders. Often people have more than one disorder, and the symptoms previously described may belong to another disorder as dyslexia or dyspraxia. For those, also cause trouble with the spelling.
Yeah, well, uh, dyslexia, as you might know, is, is trouble with uh, reading, basically. And uh, dyspraxia is uh, a difficulty in the coordination, like in the whole body. Yeah. And, well, Chankan Patel, 2015, uh, says that 3-47% of the children with writing problems also have reading problems. ADHD is one of the disorders that can also co-occur with dysgraphia. In fact, half of the children in the United States who have it also have some other learning disorders according to National Center for Learning Disabilities. Yes, well, the term dysgraphia is often confused with disorder of reading expression. People uh, think that a disorder of reading expression is like the definition of dysgraphia. And actually, there are two different there are two different things. Dysgraphia is the broader of the two terms, uh, but it most specifically specifically refers to handwriting issues. While disorder of reading expression refers to the conceptual aspects of writing, like trouble expressing ideas in a written written way. Other comorbidities that commonly occur with dysgraphia are developmental coordination disorder or DCD. A specific learning disorder with impairment in mathematics or dyscalculia, autism spectrum disorder, cerebral palsy, joint hypermobility syndrome, communication disorder, intellectual disabilities, learning disorder due to neurological or sensory disorder, for example, pediatric stroke, hearing or visual impairment, neurocognitive disorders or neurodegenerative disorders and psychotic disorders like schizophrenia or, or psychosis. According to Chung and Patel 2015, writing is a complex process that requires higher order cognition. Some modifications in the teaching learning process are needed in order to meet their capacities. For example, writing helps the brain remember, organize, and process information. Due to the difficulty, children may fail an exam because they are not able to express their knowledge on a paper. Furthermore, children with learning disorders, as a direct consequence, can suffer from isolation, low self-esteem, depression, anxiety, and poor social functioning, besides having an increased prevalence of mental health disorders. I thought people would make fun of me, which in some cases they did. My disability made me afraid, made me feel stupid, made me feel worthless sometimes. This was said by the, by the woman we mentioned before, and well, she was even crying when she was remember, remembering these hard times of her childhood. Yeah, it was hard, and she said, that she was afraid mother would discover so she tried to keep it in secret because she wanted to be treated as a every other child however and the good news about this is that uh, well this graphia has no cure uh, but it fortunately has treatment so with the adequate assistance and accommodation in the classroom Children can over overcome these difficulties and decrease the stress that worrying causes them. Some of these accommodations can include special pencils, paper and writing instruments, like brightly colored 
paper, paper of different size and weights, sticky notes or even raw texture surfaces, thicker utensils or use rubber pen or pencil grips. Uh, allow the children to use cursive, cursive script so he, the, ch the child can write fluently without stopping to do a new letter or use a keyboard since it is of course much easier to type a bottom than to do handwriting. Yeah, another one is pinching to practice grip. Or use materials as clay or foam to feel and practice the movement that uh, required to do the letter. Or try other techniques as connect the dots way of making words. I have the children do storytelling, like telling how they the day was, recording it and then write it down. Yeah, for coordination, uh, you know, uh, physical exercises might be very helpful as jumping jacks or mountain climbers, touching the opposite toe, those are very uh, helpful to build strength and stability. Uh, also students need extra time for tasks, for taking notes and doing some assignments. Assignments, yeah. Or method, uh, also you can use other methods of demonstrating understanding and grade based on what students know and not in their handwriting. So other methods might be oral presentations, as we said before, children who has this, uh, who have this condition, they excel at uh, language, at oral skills. So oral presentations are a very good strategy to, to, to check the knowledge and the understanding of the child. Our teachers can give the student lesson outlines or classroom notes copies and paper already filled with name, date or other information. Yeah, do make graphic organizer to, to express ideas. You know that, as we said before, they have trouble putting thoughts into papers, so graphic organizers are also very helpful. And break writing assignments into steps and give examples of a finished one. It can be divided into some steps, like identify the type of writing, if it is a research paper, an analysis of a text, or well, yeah. Uh, list the task and set some steps. Highlight what the child thinks. It is important so he or she can also develop these skills of comprehension and analysis. Also, they can create an outline and then do the draft little by little and the review that is the most important step of this methodology yeah and well the last um, the last uh, tip or accommodation is to take advantage of technology now that we have uh, a, a lot of devices and stuff like that and use systems like speech to text uh, text and spell checkers uh, for example, the woman that we were mentioning, the woman of the testimony, mm -hmm. she says that she takes pictures instead of, of notes when she's in a, in a meeting or in a presentation or yeah, things like that. However, the most important way of assisting someone with dysgraphia or any other learning difficulty is to let him or her know that is manageable, that they can overcome it and that you are there to help. Yeah, and that is our conclusion and our reflection of today. After all of this, we have uh, learned, and well, we, that was our our purpose basically to 
we wanted to create um, a little bit of awareness about this this disorder, these conditions, so it cannot be, ad be addressed as such. As um, mm -hmm. a disorder that, although it has no cure, as I said before, it has treatment. And in this way, avoid any judgment and together help these people with this or with any other difficulty to make life easier. Easier since this, since this is a lifelong condition. Because, for example, the woman of this uh, testimony we mentioned before, she said that she is still affected because when she has to write anything someone else might read, she is afraid they will not understand. So, let's everyone be kind and provide the assistance somebody may need because we all struggle with something in life, but we all can learn. Yeah, Laura, that's right. So, well, thanks, uh, thanks everybody for for listening, and uh, well, we hope you how you you liked this uh, this podcast and that you learn at least uh, a little bit. And well, thank you and bye. Thank you.